What up, survivors? Welcome to D180, the horror movie podcast, taking you on a ride. Thanks for linking up with us. I'm AJ. And I am Johnny. Camp 180, still in full effect. Apparently, y'all didn't mind orientation day. And I'm quite surprised that y'all was ratting with me. You was loyal. Y'all is smart. Y'all is genuine. Even some of y'all was like, you know, I prefer this one to Friday the 13th. And I understand that. I get it. Like, I'm not going to stunt you on that. But y'all still felt me, though. Y'all real for that. Miss John, I'm going to tell you something. I didn't do my homework and watch Killer Camp. I've been watching a lot of other stuff, though. No, it wasn't even on purpose. It wasn't even, I swear, I swear to you. I swear to you it wasn't on purpose. So I'm going to make sure that I get to it. I'm going to make sure I do. Have you watched anything lately? Ooh, that's a good question. I think, okay, so when we came back from Vegas, the only thing that I was really catching up on was like my shows that I missed while we were gone. And then I was hell bent on finishing the last 12 episodes of Vampire Diaries. And I (laughs) finished it last night. It took three, almost three long months. I started April 9th and I finished mm. all eight seasons of Vampire Diaries. And I am, thank God I'm done because I am tired. Okay. I heard. <laughs> oh my God. How did it leave you in the end? Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to start. I definitely cried the last episode because wow. it was actually very sad. And I have a very unpopular opinion. And I was talking to somebody about this last night. I do not like Elena. Elena is the main <laughs> character. I hate her. Oh my God. But I like all the other characters. And for me, season eight was the absolute best because Elena was not in it. She was in a perpetual sleep for the whole entire the whole entire season. She was knocked the fuck out. <laughs> so <laughs> the season was great to me because she wasn't in it. And then she came back the last episode and I was like, Ugh. but you know, closed out the series. They made much more sense for Legacies now, because I actually watched everything out of order. I watched the originals first, then I started Legacies, and Legacies is actually still ongoing on the CW. And then I went back to start Vampire Diaries, because I was like, you know, mm-hmm. why the hell not? And now some things are starting to make sense. The stuff that I didn't get from the originals. Don't you like that? Yeah. Love it. <laughs> it makes Love so much sense now. Now I just need Legacies to get their act together, because you are failing Klaus Michelson, and I just, what, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? But that's about it for me. I do have... Oh, I watched Fear Street. I did too. I was about to say. I was literally about to say, speaking of things that like make more sense once you watch the backstory, because you know, like with Fear Street, this is 1994, and the next one is 78, and then the other one is 1666. So obviously, you know, it's going to be like that thing that's like, oh, 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 did you like it? I liked it. People was I telling did. me they was I liked like... It. Girl, yes, thank you. I was talking to Nick from the Carpenter Queens and they were telling me that they liked it too because, and it was the same reason as me, that's why I messed with them. If y'all y'all heard us like plug them before. So once again, if y'all not listening to them, y'all need to step up in the TCQ. What are you doing? Go get your stuff for 69 cent, honey. Thank you. Anyway, uh, we was talking about it. We both like it because it's a B movie. Like, I don't know if you know much about B-movies, but B-movies pretty much, they know they shitty. I mean, not it's not shitty, but they know what they are. You know what I mean? Right. 
And I guess apparently for a lot of people that were telling me that they didn't like it, either A, they didn't like slasher movies, which is why I liked it. You know me. I right. like it. Hello. Little, I love slasher. I love it. Right. They felt like it was too much like Scream and other movies. I was like, well, but, um, babe, well, I mean, that was the point. Right. <laughs> old to the 90s and then it got real petty i would hear some people talking about like some of the music didn't come out till after 94 who cares okay, so <laughs> first of all i enjoy okay y'all we gonna um talk about a little bit of spoilers so uh if you haven't seen fear street 1994 first of all you need to go do that because obviously lee janet i'm sorry if i pronounced your last name wrong but you know we just did her first movie on honeymoon a few months ago like what theme was that Oh, um, something about love is in the scare. Oh, love is in the scare. Oh. Lee, girl, you did so much better on this than you did on honeymoon. <laughs> hey, I, was thinking, I said the same thing. I was like, you could growth. You can literally. Hello. The gr- you even though I that, like, you gotta answer that gif. Growth. Even- <laughs> I would, okay, you know, I liked Honeymoon, but I can understand, you know, I understood your position. Like, if y'all don't understand Johnny's position, y'all got to go listen to the episode to get the full backstory. But anyway, with Fear Street, I'm like, she did that. Like, it she was did. good. It wasn't supposed to. I don't know if y'all thought y'all was about to get an A24 movie. Like, this is Netflix. It's, I mean, and not even saying it like that, like downplaying it. It was good. And I'm ready and to if- see the next one. Because little Sadie, little Max Max from Stranger Things is in that one. I want to see what she about to do. You know what's so funny? Because I was looking at the, the person who produced the movie, Lee. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why does this name look so familiar? <laughs> Just reminded me. I really loved it. I loved it. And I drank a whole bottle of wine while I was watching it. I loved mm-hmm. it. Oh, girl, no, let me tell you something. I woke my tail up right at the crack of the drop and watched it right then and there. I walked my little ass downstairs, wrapped myself up in my blanket, got me a little water. I think, was it tea? No, I got some water because I had no time to wait. And I just sat there and watched it and I was just nah, I, I had watched me some it little ditties too. You know what I mean? <laughs> I waited until nighttime to watch it. Had cracked up in my bottle. It was still night. (laughs) My bottle, and I was like, "This is gonna be a movie night." (laughs) And I watched it. It was like, it was like two a.m. and I was sitting there watching. I don't know. I put it on the story. It was early. It was early as hell. (laughs) You know, I do not care, but I loved it. I especially liked like the reveal. Like she did a really good job because obviously I was playing on my expectations that Sam was a guy. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I thought Sam was a guy too. Especially especially the way they shot it. When they were looking looking at at all the boys. It seemed like they was focusing. I didn't even see Homegirl. Well, I did. So I saw that the dude was all cozied up on the girl. So I I mean, then. Yeah, I thought she was looking at the dude. But then when the girl came down the hallway, I was like, oh, shit. Right. I was like, I loved it. And then, obviously, the. The whole cast, and I wrote this, I wrote a little mini review on our IG. Y'all can go follow and read that at D180 Podcast. But I have mentioned like the overall, not just the main cast, but the overall diversity in the entire cast was on point. And it wasn't just like us. It wasn't just like black people. It was all types. And then I was so upset. Well, first of all, okay. I do have to admit while I'm loving on this movie, I do got to say the middle, right before the third act, lagged a little bit i was like we can kind of speed this up a little bit (laughs) pitch it up and slice it something but um the third act it was fire and then i was so upset that we lost two buddies i'm not gonna say who they are just in case y'all still listening 
Yeah, I was sad about Weirdo. I was sad about but her. I was very sad. I was so sad. I was like, why do you want to do my girl like that? And then a the little boy, um Josh, the boy who played Josh. Yes, I he was on Game Chasers. Benjamin I knew Flores I seen, Jr. I knew I seen his face before, but you know. Yeah, Game Cha Game either. Shakers on uh Nickelodeon. You know what I have heard of that, okay. I and he was, you know, on uh, Henry Henry Danger. Mm, he did a good job. I like his He did. Too. He was adorable. But um, enough of that. I'm going to stop pushing on this. To wrap this up, I also saw um, we need to talk about Kevin. Wow. That's all I'm going to say is wow. Oh, that's the name <laughs> of the movie? We need to talk about Kevin? Yes. Oh. And child, <laughs> I don't know. We might have to. I might have to rearrange season two because, baby, we need to talk about Kevin because... Sheesh. And then I watched False Positive on Hulu. It was cool. Pierce Brosnan is in it. Oh, my um, boo. It, it, uh, he just looks good. Leave me alone. I mean, no, 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 no. That's, I meant the movie, not at oh, home. Okay. It's just, it, it's, it's, it's giving, clearly, Rosemary's Baby with the twist. As I wrote in my review, it's like, think of the original as just crisp, nice ice water and the remake with the lemon. Like that is, it's kind of like that. There's a twist, and then the last one to wrap it up is Saint Maud, and I liked it. Saint Maud was giving like a darker Carrie, low key. Like if Carrie didn't fuck up everybody at the prom and she had went on with her life, I could see this being her route, and I'm gonna say that like that. Okay. I did watch the Rage Carrie too, like when we came back home though. Oh, oh no, no, no! I'm lying, guys. I have to do one more. Oh. I <laughs> discovered, and you know exactly <laughs> yeah, what I'm about no. to bring up. <laughs> so we went to Vegas, right? And on the flight, y'all know me. I can't go to sleep on the flight. I cannot off. I gotta be super tired. But I have. I'm a child. I have to have crossword puzzles. I gotta have podcasts. I have some of y'all. I was binging y'all podcasts out there. Um, so I had some Amazon movies downloaded and ready to go. So I decided to watch Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Now, I had never seen any of her material. I just, obviously, you know how it's just some people in the genre, you just like, obviously, I know who that is, duh. But, you right. know, I just hadn't seen the movie. Nobody told me this girl was that fucking funny. I was dying on the plane. That flight was 20 times better and i hate flying to vegas that is the worst flight ever girl so freaking long that was so the flight there whoo child mm -mm. oh yeah you oh you had a bad time i'm so sorry yeah. i feel so bad about that <laughs> oh, i'm so sorry that is the first time i've ever had a panic attack on a plane i'm so sorry <laughs> mm -mm. never again <laughs> Listen, on the flight home, see, the flight home was so much better. I slept the whole way through, got on the plane, maybe played a see, game on my phone I, kept, I, was, like I felt minutes. bad. I felt bad because I was like, she didn't hear me. Because <laughs> I was trying to tell you, like, just save me one in front of you or behind you so you could still sit by one. And I felt so bad. Girl, I was knocked out on the flight home. The whole entire flight. I woke up when we landed. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, lucky. I can never do that. I was my knocked out. Never, never. Mm -mm. I have to see what's going on. I have to look outside the window. Just entertain myself the entire time. But yes, y'all need to watch Miss Elvira on Prime. If you haven't gotten into her yet, please do. But with that being said, we ain't even said what we talking about. <laughs> Piranha. 
Yo, we talking about 1978's Piranha. First of all, they said Piranha so many different ways. I heard like Piranha. I heard Piranha. I heard Piranha. So like, apparently Piranha <laughs> is, the pr- is the correct pronunciation. Well, I guess she, Dr. Uh, Minger, she had the wrench. Piranha. The Piranha are simply not dangerous. I hate her. First of all, no, no, no. I'm about to bite her a little bit because when she was like science fiction, I like that response. I'm about to start responding to people like that. Science fiction. <laughs> I don't like her. That's going to be my new no cap. Science fiction. Trademark D180. If I hear one of y'all saying that, y'all know I say the person I'm cunning. Anyway, it ain't that serious. I got your park recommendation, survivors. Are you ready for it? We ready. So my first recommendation is obviously, and only because I figured out the director was somebody we covered when we did The Hills Have Eyes, the uh, remake, obviously, and Spring on the remake. It's Piranha 3D, and it's Alexander Aja. But apparently, I've heard, like, I've heard some people say it was cool. I heard some people say no. Like, why would I heard you do a lot this? of people and hate I'm just it. like, yeah, I heard a lot of people hate it. And I was like, mm, okay, so I'm curious. Did you know Vin Grains is in it? I think I've seen what happens to him, but it's okay. It's okay. My second recommendation is actually going to be the original Jaws. I've seen it. Yeah, I was like, you've probably seen it. So, survivors, if you haven't seen it, y'all can get into that. And because I had no idea going into this, like, guys, this is my first time seeing Piranha. As y'all know, some stuff I like to say for the podcast. I had no idea that this was a Jaws ripoff. Yep. I was like, but the thing is, the gag is, it's decent. I liked it. I was like, oh, I mean, it did pretty well. And I mean, I'm not the only one that thought so. Even Steven Spielberg thought so because he gave it big ups. And then he was like, I mean, this is the best one out of all the other ripoffs that's out there. And like, I mean, it made made bank. This movie made bank on a low, small, budget I love Made it bank. I love this song <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually my first time seeing it as well I thought that you had saw it but definitely a good ride so we have Bradford Dillman as Paul Grogan Heather Menzies as Maggie McCallan Kevin McCarthy as Dr. Robert Hope Keenan Wynn as Jack Dick Miller as Buck Gardner. Listen. Also, this is his third time. In Demon Knight. (laughs) And Murray Futterman in Gremlins. It's his third time. First of all, (laughs) this is just our first season, and you've been in three movies already. (laughs) And the gag is he's coming up in another movie that we're going to cover later on in the season. That's the crazy part. I had no idea he was in this movie. Yeah, I saw that. I see you. I saw that. It was another person who was in there, too. Oh, I missed it because I kind of went through most of the cast that had pictures on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he is in that movie. And if somebody else is in that movie, too, but I didn't write it down. I'll probably figure out when we get to it and I'll be like the Leonardo DiCaprio snap. Of, mm, mm. Probably like that. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Barbara Steele as Dr. Mengers. 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 Um, Belinda Belaski as Betsy, and she was Mrs. Joe Harris in Gremlins. And then we have. I didn't even peep that. <laughs> I didn't. 
And then we have Melody Thomas Scott as Laura, and she was Nikki Reed on The Young and the Restless, and that was my mama show. She was married to Victor <laughs> Newman. Right? <laughs> One o'clock every day watching Dag on Young and the Restless. So we have Bruce Gordon as Colonel Waxman, Barry Brown as a trooper, Paul Bartell as Dumont, Shannon Collins as Susie Grogan, and then the other two, I don't think, are really important. So, do you have any behind-the-scenes facts? You know, I do. Um, so, you know, like I said, I had no idea this was like a rip-off, because I don't even want to give it that title, because it did the <laughs> damn thing. It was cool. Yeah. So, um, I obviously, as I do, I found a lot of cool little behind-the-scenes things, and I'll, of course, link them at the bottom. But this is, Roger Corman had his hand in this as a producer. And I don't know if you know much about him, but he's also going to pop up in another movie that we're going to be covering, associated with Dick Miller, by the way. But um, when it came to this movie in particular, our director, Joe Dante, he had a choice. He could have did this other movie called Rock and Roll High School. But his, one of his friends at the time that he kind of like grew up with in this film industry, Alan Arcus, they were, you know, they had to choose. Like, Roger Corman was like, all right, I got these two films. Y'all two figure it out. Let me know what y'all gonna do. And Alan Arcus, he really wanted to do the Rock and Roll High School movie. And Joe Dante, he was like, this fish story, he was like, this kind of shitty, but I mean, I'm gonna be a good friend. So I'm gonna let him do it. And I'll just do the fish story. So what ended up happening is they got it into the script writer, John Sales. They got it up into his hands. He kind of did some, you know, some quick writes, some stitching, some sewing, you know, all that stuff. And at the end, we got what we got. But Joe Dante thought it was going to be a shitty movie. And even John Sales did too, so much so that he completely quit the film industry and went back to writing books because they thought it was going to be so bad when they edited it in the end. I was like, oh, damn. Yep. Because <laughs> y'all was wrong. <laughs> right. And, you know, the thing is, you know, when he chose a project, it gave him chance to flex. You know what I'm saying? Because the way the special effects, you know how I am, they look so good. Like what they did for a lot of the stuff was like just like put strings on the piranha and like attach them to like the body and when you flailing and stuff it's gonna look like they coming at you anyway and they just have right. like some parts on them will like bust and explode like i seen this little blooper reel and you get a close-up of the piranha and first of all they look fucking scary okay because <laughs> their eyes are like whited out and it's because they are practical because I did see like the 3D ones and I'm just like, okay, no. But no, these? No, 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 absolutely not. And even the sound, were you upset about the sound they make? I was no. wondering about that when I heard it. I was like, I wonder was she um, expecting like a No, I wasn't expecting that. But when I found out how they made the sound, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, using a dental drill and just putting it yep. underwater. Like, that's tight. I love it. Like, you just got to think fast. You know that little stop motion little thing that was in the movie? Uh Oh, the little, whatever that little... Whatever that thing was. Whatever. Yeah. I mentioned, I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> you sound like that TikTok audio. <laughs> no, because when I first watched, I was like, what is that? 
Wait, are you talking about the one that was in the um little like makeshift aquarium or the one that was walking around? The one that was walking around. <laughs> so apparently Joe Dante just like it came from another movie and I can't think of what it was right now, but he wanted to use it. So he put it in there. And you know what? Then, I've seen it before. Yeah, I can't remember what movie it is, but it's in another movie. But see, he wanted to pull a nutty professor, you know, when that hamster. Oh, like, it's huge. Yeah, uh-huh, he wanted to pull that. But then he was like, they didn't have a budget for that. So then the other thing he wanted to do was probably have it like break out of the lab and just be walking free in the world. But it ends up getting hit by a car at the end. I'm like, yeah, why you want to do all that? Right. But that didn't happen either. So, you know, it is. Because what was it? Like I don't know. What that, that, that bothers me because I want to look like a it looked like a mini little dinosaur sea creature crossbreed. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> I'm gonna post a picture of it just so you can look at it. Mm. Why am I like this? <laughs> also, um, they almost got sued. Right. Tell me about it. <laughs> almost got sued because of the fact that they spoof Jaws. But because right. Steven Spielberg loved it so much, they dropped the lawsuit. And listen, first of all, America and us liked it so much that this got remakes on remakes. Like, first of all, right. it got a sequel. Then it, it got a remake in 1995, like a TV one, like, you know, yep. kind of like it. Then, you know, I mentioned Piranha 3D. But then, not y'all having another one, Piranha 3 Double D. What the what? hell? That sounds like a porn movie. <laughs> Probably is like okay, so you know how this cover, and you know, we'll talk about it in the souvenir shop. You know, the way this cover looks the yeah. cover for Piranha 3DD is literally some double D's, you know, it's a white girl in a little bikini and a piranha like coming at her, but it's like barely you barely see the piranha with them D's. Yeah, that sounds like a porn movie. <laughs> well, I don't think I wouldn't take it that far left, but. It's, it's, I don't know. I ain't never seen it. But I figured that it's probably, like, very raunchy. Oh, so it's not a porn movie. Well, I didn't think it was, ma'am. Yes, you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I had to Google sure it because I was like, this don't, what? You was curious. I'm pretty sure it's, like, a, I'm so just it is sure 3D. it's very wacky. It's just comedy. Yeah, it's comedy. Horror. Yeah, I'm like, it's probably very, very wacky and probably plays up on that whole thing. I'm pretty sure. Probably so. But you about the music. Oh, sure. Um, Pino Dinaggio on the beat. Thank you. <laughs> Tourist chap. See the Chucky. Y'all better get into it because I really did. I was feeling the music in this one. You know, the music reminded me in some parts of like those wholesome family movies that you mm-hmm. watch. Carrie, you know how like Carrie yeah, actually a sensitive moment. Yeah, that's exactly I'm what it was. <laughs> I'm glad you felt me on that because I was like, hmm. They're like, this sounds like a wholesome, something wholesome. What movie has <laughs> the same sound? It literally has the same sound from another mm-hmm. movie I've seen. What were you going to say earlier? I was going to say that, you know, Piranha wasn't the, other, the only movie that bit off of Jaws. Jaws had a whole lot of biters. A, a lot. A lot. A lot. No pun intended. <laughs> so... I just thought the whole list of them that was made in the 1980s and the mid late 70s I'm like dang because you know you bring up a good point I didn't learn this until I did my research so you know how okay you know how in the I would say 
late 90s, early 2000s, that's when we got our like teen slashers. But in the early 90s, like late 80s, well, no, not even late 80s, like kind of like all through 80s spilling into the 90s. That was our like slasher, slasher era before it became, you know, polished and pretty. I didn't realize that like the 70s was more about animal horror. So it makes sense why others were ripping off Jaws, you know? Yeah. And I didn't realize that. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So, like, it's just, like, evolving. Because, like, you know, even now, we're more into the psychological horror stuff. And even before that, I'm trying to think, what was it? Well, no, 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 no. In, like, the tens, it was, like, just all about remakes. So I don't know what was going on at the time. I can't think yeah, of it Yeah, right it's just now, a lot but... of remakes. But I do like psychological horrors. And I like paranormal type stuff. Like a lot of things I did with supernatural things, entities. Which is another reason why I like Fear Street. Because it just wasn't just a slasher. It also had like a supernatural aspect to it too. Like like a type of lore or whatever. Yeah, same. I love it. That's, oh girl. Oh, you've seen it. You've seen I bought the paranormal activity for a complete set. Even though I didn't want that six one. (laughs) (sighs) I'm just like... You get the bag and fumble it. Like, why? Okay, whatever. You ready to go to the queue line? Yes, ma'am. Let's dip out. Howdy, survivors. Please keep your tips and limbs inside the vehicle and remain seated at all times. Hang on to your personal belongings, especially your minds and spines. Because this here's a wild ride. All right. So, I'm going to give you a choice. Not you giving me choices. I thought I gave you choices. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Alright, so you can decide if um, like say for instance Camp 180, you know had too many murders. You can decide which fictional summer camp you want to go to or if you can survive the summer as a camp counselor or will you fail miserably. Oh, I like both of those. Okay, so if I don't pick one, can we come back to the other? Yes. Okay, so let's let's do. Oh, this is hard because it's <laughs> a camp counselor in this one, and I thought she kind of did her job. Um. Okay, let's hold. Let's do the first one. These are good. I'm excited. <laughs> Which fictional summer camp you should go to? Yes. Okay. So, choose an activity to participate in. You have your talent show, sailing, writing letters to my parents, hiking, singing around a campfire, making out in a secret place. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the talent show. You know I'm a ham. Can't help it. Not I'm a ham. <laughs> you now ma'am. You know as soon as the music cut on, that's when the whole new person popped out. <laughs> Right now, talking to AJ the body. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, so which camp food would you eat right now? Chili, roasted marshmallows, hot dogs, pancakes, cornbread, or a burger? Oh, because it's like, first of all, I ain't eating no camp chili. That's a no. Yeah, no. I don't eat burgers. Um, I'm not eating no hot dog either. I'm, I'm a lean towards them pancakes. Pancakes? Yes. You know what I would pick? What? Cornbread. <laughs> Mm-mm. Cause I don't know if it's I don't know who I gotta know who's cooking it. That's true. 
Right. You're not about to get me excited. See, pancakes, I feel like whether you're doing thin and thick, you can't mess that up. That's not true. Oh, I've man. had some. I've had fucked up pancakes before. Oh, damn. Child. So if you can take only one item to camp with you, what would it be? A camera, a book, snacks, a journal, a musical instrument, or a breath mint? Mine would probably be low-key. It would be a journal. Because okay. I'm that girl. <laughs> okay, so those are the only questions. And so your result is that you would end up at Camp Walden from the parent trap. You know, yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and then no it says way. your outgoing personality isn't afraid of a challenge while the rest of your campmates will be busy pitching tents you'd probably make a life-changing discovery that sets the wheels of adventure into motion ain't it though and the little oreo thing with peanut butter i tried that and i don't like oreos but it's not bad i'm, I'm gonna tell you that and i also i can't remember disney was doing like these weird food combo things one thing that i got from the parent chat but it wasn't in the movie but it was in the segment is if you ever want like something super 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 salty do a cheese it and a pickle like a pickle slice it'd be good it's so good why don't you try that because i like cheeses and i like pickles it's good so i'm gonna tell you what i got so mine was tall oaks band camp from american pie presents band camp <laughs> you know what you know what that fits that fits Girl. It says your um, passionate personality will land you at this all-American style camp while others practice playing their musical instruments. You'd be <laughs> get busy practicing and playing with other kind of instruments. <laughs> and it's funny because you know most of the time when we both do this, we probably guess what the other one will pick. And when it said um, over making out with somebody, I was like, that's Johnny. Or when it said breath mints, I was like, she might pick this, but I feel like she probably did think about that and chuckled in her head a little bit. I know she did, because I know that girl. <laughs> so actually, I did pick making out, but I picked a camera. That was so. my second thought. <laughs> that, no, that was my first thought, and the breath mints was the one I was like, that ran across my head. But no, you know, it's so funny because the one chance that I actually that my college band actually went away to like the mountains for a band camp. I uh -uh. stayed my black ass here and not as told by Ginger. <laughs> right. <laughs> I stayed here and worked and missed the whole week or whatever many days of camp. And they had some stories and I was like, well, I'm just glad I wasn't there because it was hot. So. Girl, mm -mm. You know how I am in hot weather, but. This is a fun cue line. I can't wait to do that next one. You know how you know I love kids. You know, Hello. they're more fun. They just be, they don't be scared of nothing. They funny as hell. They be shady, but it's okay. Shady. Anyway, oh, listen. Let me tell you something before before we go. My nephew Kimani got me playing Roblox. Right, all through quarantine playing Roblox. So this weekend he calls me up and I wasn't able to answer because I was a little busy. So I call him back. He don't say hi. The first thing he say is, I don't know why you didn't answer. <laughs> oh, I am so sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> Not still what? doing fireworks. Girl, you hear him. Y'all yeah. hear him, survivors. Y'all hear this? I, Ooh, look, I'm glad that they stopped yesterday it. because no, 
And it's like the thing is, I'm gonna be very frank, and I know I keep saying we gonna go. The thing is, y'all, I'm gonna be keep it real. I don't mind it because I was that kid when I was younger. But my parents, like after the six, then we had to stop. We had to pop everything by the six. That was our limit. But oh, did you, know, you see that the uh, there was a fireworks truck that got blown up yesterday in Ocean City? I did. Child. Or like the hockey player. That passed away because like i don't know what the fuck happened but it was over in michigan like when i posted that on my personal story saying that um this is the final weekend that somebody might have 10 fingers and i said be safe y'all be smart i was not playing like yeah. y'all get crazy around this time and i'm just like Mm-mm. i've only like, ever um done little handheld sparklers i've never um actually lit a real firework before i cannot Say the same, sis. I, I am that girl. I'm the one that wants to light everything. However, I'm very smart. My parents, they buy those little, um, it's not an incense, but it's similar to an incense. And it's like kind of long. So that way you're not up on the firework. Like I'm not about to take no lighter, especially because you know me, I keep long nails. Like that's not about to work out. Um, but it's yeah. a long stick that you can like stick it and it'll ignite and then you walk away. But yeah, you ready to bop bop hit it? Yep, yep. All right, y'all. Hold on. Well, actually, I don't know. Y'all might need to... Don't get in the water today. We're going to have to poison it or something. Maybe our boy Grogan can help us out. Because when we come back, we're going to be talking about 1978. Piranha. Piranha. Lost River, take 32. And action. Lost River, take about the trailer so i actually watched two one of them started off like a commercial for the new um lost river lake 
Yes, I saw and then it that cut. one. Okay, and I really liked that one because I thought like I clicked on the wrong video and it was like a scene from the movie because obviously, you know, that's in the movie. But then when the man started coming in and his little voice, I was like, oh, no, 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 this is the trailer. Okay, I like this. <laughs> and then the other one I watched was more of, it looked like it was more of a TV spot. It had um, all, when the actors would pop up on the screen, it would like have their name under it. And it was kind of like the same dialogue from the previous commercial I mentioned. But you know what? Although this movie does obviously show his hand, but I mean, it's called Piranha. Like, right. Obviously, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> right. But it didn't bother me because you still don't know the backstory of what's happening. Like, we, you don't know that the military is involved and these are like genetically mutated fish and like all of that. Da, 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 right. So I wasn't mad at it, honestly. I think the trailer builds enough suspense, but I generally think that trailers from the 70s and 80s in general are corny. I don't know why. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. But it's like every time I look at a trailer from the 70s or 80s, I'm like, this is terrible. I kind of like them. I thought it was cool. It was a vibe. Yeah, like I think it built enough suspense. It wasn't a bad trailer. And it didn't show too much. Um, The movie opens with a young couple hiking in the woods at night. And the movie is already starting off bad. Because why are you hiking? And the moon is already up. Y'all were supposed to have been made camp. <laughs> like, where are you going? So they stumble upon an abandoned military test site and they go inside. And again. But it's like, why? 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 <laughs> the sign says it's a military test site. Do not enter. And like, it's not like this a public pool that's closed at night. Right. <laughs> like and then the girl wants to actually get inside she's like so i wonder why it's not in your map because it's a military test site right. of course it wouldn't be on the map <laughs> what okay. she said it's totally far out i said sis no girl. you need to get out <laughs> why do you and then because david even says that like the water looked kind of sus but right. she don't care and she then she don't was care. like it'll be a like talking about like we can like rinse ourselves off i'm like honey this is not the waters of lake Minnetonka. like this it's is not, not gonna purify you like this is the murky water and if we <laughs> and haven't you learned anything you don't go your, dipping at night but then also like you're gonna leave your underwear on so now you're gonna have wet panties yeah that was weird i mean i don't know if you packed more but i mean like and I understand. I'm not saying I just want a sister to be all out here nude. I really didn't want her to get in the water at all. But I'm just, no. Okay. Yeah. But David had the right idea. Because what if this was a sewage treatment plant and y'all just jumping in the water and you don't even know what it is? Y'all can come out with a hundred million different growths and all types of shit. But unfortunately, okay. they didn't come out the water. So. Damn. No. I liked how this went, though, because obviously when they said Jaws rip off, they meant Jaws rip off because the music lets you know that something about to happen. David started getting nipped at. He think it's Barbara. And Barbara, I'm like, sis, when you seen David go under the water and all that red water, you just said, David, I'm like, girl, get out the water. And then she starts getting nipped at. I'm like, they're coming to get you, Barbara. And it's wraps. <laughs> It's wraps for sis. Yep. Title card, opening credits. <laughs> I was feeling this title card. It was cute. 
it was cute because <laughs> you know even though I, i'm very upset i'm bringing this shit up but you know in the burning when they were mm. in the red in the cuts that burning I couldn't help it. I couldn't <laughs> help it. that cracked me up when i did it because i didn't know i could do that you know i can like i got voices for days but i didn't know i could do that when that was new to me so utilize it but when they had their little <laughs> fade to red screens this one was it made me think of that but this one was cuter obviously yeah we're taken to an airport where we meet maggie mcgowan um, playing she, the jaws video game right playing the jaws like, video the? game and this is like this is like a black and blue screen my first cell phone was green and black i've seen a blue and black cell phone but obviously that was like later 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 on this is in the 70s so i'm like dang this video game is like really like <laughs> yeah playing a jaws video game and i thought that you know that was so fitting since you know inspired by jaws so apparently she's been hired to find the kids who got eaten up by the piranha and her boss clearly doesn't believe she can actually do the job and honestly i have my doubts too because she freaks out about losing her ticket and the man had it in his pocket the whole entire time and just looking at her like bitch you about to fuck up You're talking about she mixed with bloodhound. I'm like, I don't know, sis. Yeah, no, you're not. I don't know. So now we're transported to the mountains where we meet Paul, Grogan, Jack, and Jack's dog, Brandy. So oh, Brandy. both right. Whole time I thought Brandy was a girl until <laughs> later on when I seen some things, but mm. okay, yeah. So both Paul and Jack are isolated up in the mountains. Jack just came back from a store running in town and dropping off some alcohol to Paul. Now we love neighbors like this, by right. the way. Thank you. But we don't really gain new insightful information from this scene other than just, you know, introduction of characters and I mean, a little you know, quick flash of the Jose bottle. Okay, because I'm like, tequila is my lady. Okay, I was like, okay Jose. <laughs> Me and Jose had a love affair going on at one point in life. Jose could still get it. Almost nah, got it yesterday. We retired. I had to retire, Jose. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. We still in a little thing. My other nigga is Tito's, though. Yes, because y'all know my drink is a Moscow Mule. Every time I go out, that is all I get. You know who I really like messing with, especially on the weekend? Who? This little dude named Casamigos. And I'll be like, girl, where did you come from, baby? But yeah, you had to retire, Jose. Mm. Sorry, boo. It ain't nothing good that bitch <laughs> So <laughs> Maggie finally reaches it to the mountains, right? Mm-hmm. She can't drive worship. <laughs> Listen, I'm like, did you peep the cracked windshield? Yep. Maybe that's so a bad. rental. Right. Drive so bad, crack the windshield. Jeep overheated. Running into all the rocks, like Girl. they was right to get her a Jeep. Even though I hear, like you know, sometimes like the lifespan of a Jeep ain't all that anyway. Like they broke because it broke down. But I'm like, I think you like you sped that process up, basically. <laughs> so she makes her way after she done broke down the the jeep she makes her way to paul's cabin and immediately starts interrogating him about where the missing kids are and starts being nosy how well, first of all he just made him a nice little meal a little fishy meal at that he didn't even get one bite before you just come busting up this is what i be telling you about 
about them people. Hello. Just come busting up in your business. Don't say hi. Don't introduce themselves. Don't knock. Just asking questions. And then you're just going to elect him to come show you these places that he just told you about. Not even a man. Demand. <laughs> okay. Demanded. You're going to show me these places. I'm not about to take you to the military test site and I'm not taking you to my neighbor's house. No. <laughs> Almost got ejected. Ain't from you the a PI? Okay. Listen. Almost Listen. got him ejected from the Jeep because of her horrible okay. driving. No wonder he drank the whole movie. He really, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> the entire movie. Okay. I'm like, I don't blame you at this point. So after his lunch was ruined, <laughs> oh dang, that was drag me. I would have an attitude, okay? Right. I'm saying I just made this fish. I'm trying to eat it, and you tell me that I'm taking you where to do what? With who? No. <laughs> so they make it to the seemingly abandoned compound and break in. And while they're walking around being nosy and shit, they discover a bu- bleh, they discover bizarre specimens in jars. And of course, they figure out that someone has been there. And they also find evidence that kids were there too. Right. So this they is where Maggie girl's necklace with her initials on it. Yep, found her necklace, but then they also found like all their camping stuff too and mm-hmm. their clothes. Yeah. So this is when Maggie's like, yeah, now nah, we about to drain this bitch. And Paul is the only one with brains. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. And I agree. Okay. I don't think that you should drain this shit. But of I course, don't either. I'm just like, ma'am, like you need to like, I, like, okay. Go ahead. But of course, sometimes they do what they do and do it anyway. And then out pops the doctor to try to flip it back. But of course, they start fighting or whatever. And Maggie ends up knocking him over the head with Paul's canteen. And that ha- that canteen had to be metal. Okay, because ain't it, no way to knock him out. Right. But it ain't no way to knock him out if it wasn't metal. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you know, then they was using materials like that, though. So right. I wouldn't be surprised. And then that poor creature was like, oh, knew they fucked up. <laughs> knew they fucked up. First of all, first of all, that creature got the fuck out of Dodge. He did. Okay? He did. If y'all gonna do that to him, what y'all gonna do to me? <laughs> so they find a skeleton in the filtration trap of the empty pond, well, pool now, and they figured out that the pool was filled with salt water. He, he really did taste it. Is this a dog? I'm <laughs> like, do that look like a damn dog? Skeleton. I don't know. Like, what is a dog? I have never seen a dog skeleton i hope i never see a dog skeleton but i mean i've seen one in a picture not in real life but their real cage is more narrow and longer because you know well then i don't know what that was i'm like that's a human (laughs) that it was one of the kids (laughs) that's why like it was one of their bodies the piranha ate them to the bone they dumb oh my god they're so dumb like y'all couldn't figure (laughs) out that that was one of them kids Oh, my God. I don't know where the other bones were. They must have disassembled them and they went down the drain or somewhere. I don't fucking know. But, yeah, that was your answer. You could, you had your answer right there. You could have went the fuck home. They drowned. But I guess their body still would have been there. So that raised the question. And that's why we have our movie, which is smart. Because, you know, sometimes movie got a movie and it don't make sense. But And that's why I like this movie. Because as silly as it was, the story was low-key lit. But anyway... So the water actually drains to the river. And I mean, they could have ended the movie right there, like you said, but how was they going to get back home? Because the doctor woke up and stole the fucking Jeep because Maggie left the keys in it. 
Bert and brain. that just makes me Bert think like brain. did he not have a car like why did he take her car I don't think he has a car <clears throat> because in the um when we first meet him and Jack no not oh, talking about the doctor I'm talking sorry about the, the doctor. doctor yeah no, I don't think the doctor had a car I think he was just up there okay he said no, probably no. stranded you want to knock niggas out okay <laughs> steal your car skirt skirt but then ended up crashing it because he probably had a freaking concussion after getting hit over the day. And still lived. Like and still yeah. living. Yeah, yeah. God favored him that day. Okay. Well, yeah, that day. <laughs> so <laughs> they take him back to Paul's house where they spend the night. And of course, the doctor is seemingly talking crazy to mm-hmm. Paul and um, Maggie. But they warn him. Well, he warns them that, you know, y'all fucked up and y'all released some shit in the wild. But right. Paul is like, yeah, nah, where the kids at? <laughs> but before they go to sleep, Maggie asks some invasive and rude questions to Paul, but only because she's trying to hit her way under the covers. And I'm just like, girl, just say what type of cover. hinting? Right. What type of hinting was that? Because if I was him, I'd be annoyed too. Because you being rude, you asking too many questions and you just won't shut up. It's just a lot going on. I did like when he was like, I'm tense because I'm not used to being around people. Because he was really like, his acting was spot on. I was like, yeah, I know exactly how you feel. Because <laughs> Hello. It's rough. But at least we found out that he does have a daughter because of all his questions, all of her questions. And like I said earlier, his man, his liver is probably destroyed because he has not stopped drinking. He drank basically the whole movie up until this point. Right. Okay. <laughs> so the next day paul realizes that they're gonna have to take his raft down the river since the jeep is destroyed and while maggie well he's showing maggie the raft we find out that there's a summer camp on the other side of the dam and that's where his daughter is and she's afraid of the river i know like let's now let's not get it twisted y'all she's not scared of water it's just this damn river she know she knows something and honestly Susie, i feel you because i don't like getting into water that i can't see through <laughs> So I'm with you, girl. Listen, whoever wrote this song, boys are made of greasy, grimy gopher guts, mutilated monkey meat, little dirty birdie feet, sneezed up snail snot, bashed in beetle brace, all in a bottle of blood. Bars. Who wrote that? I don't know, but I like Don't this you? Because I <laughs> that's a banger. Y'all need to. No. Mm-mm. I need more. I was that was y'all all know y'all know that was tight so in this shot we also meet camp counselor Laura and she's trying to convince Susie to get in the water to do her swimming test but right Susie ain't here for it and then we're also introduced to the rude ass camp director Mr. Dermot and this bitch ass tries to bully her and to get in I don't the water. like how he was manipulating her I'm I like, didn't like that either all, Susie said, F a water badge. I'm not going in that water. You can talk about guts and how I might make the minnows lose and people eat fish. Fish don't eat people. No, 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 no. I don't care. I do not care. (laughs) So then we're transported to Jack. Mr. Jack is getting drunk on his dock, talking to his dog Brandy while fishing (laughs) and throwing bait in the water. But why is he telling his dog? (laughs) <laughs> why is he telling his dog about the time he lost his childhood dog like sir don't traumatize the new pup <laughs> right <laughs> but then brandy starts whining because brandy knows something is up okay and then boom they always do 
They be knowing. Jack's ass then got ate up his feet and legs by the piranha. So now we got the doctor and Jack, not Jack, Lord, he did. Sorry. We have the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) We have the doctor and Paul and Maggie. Now they're on the raft making their way down the river. And this is when the doctor reveals himself to be Dr. Robert Hoke. He tells him that the water is filled with carnivorous fish, piranha, and that Mm -hmm. Maggie dumbass let them out. But of course they don't believe it until they hear Brandy barking and they come across Jack's poor corpse. He drags himself out the water, y'all. Well, I mean, like from the little deck thing. Oh, that special effect looked good, though. Y'all, he had no meat left. It was a straight bone. Hey, yo, I forgot to mention this earlier, but really quick. Do you know a 17-year-old had a hand in these special effects? Yes, I saw that because somebody didn't want to do it. So he hired a 17-year-old. <laughs> somebody didn't want to do the movie because somebody was going to, somebody else is going to play Paul. I can't think of their name right now. I told y'all I was going to link the stuff. But somebody didn't want to play the main role because they thought the movie was going to be cheesy as far as effects. And this was because they hired the 17 year old. And it was somebody else working with him too. But the 17 year old was doing most of the stuff. And, and I'm like, did. um, you did that. Well, also, fuck Maggie because Maggie apologized about Jack being dead. And I'm like, bitch, you should be sorry. It's your fault. Honestly. Okay. So back at the camp, Susie and betsy are throwing darts at a picture of mr darmont's face and baby girl is doubling down or not getting in that water and i don't blame you but i will see first of all let me tell you something because betsy is she a real one for trying to help her figure out how to not take this test yep yep she tried to give her a period but she's too young (laughs) oh child Mm -mm. (laughs) i caught that i was the little girl was like what And then she gave her a fake boo-boo. So further down the river, a father and son duo are in a canoe fishing. Apparently, the netting that they were using is tangled up under the canoe. And then dad is trying to free it, but ends up getting got by the piranha and tips the canoe over. So the poor boy scrambles to stay on top of the flip canoe while his dad is torn to shreds. So then we go back up the river. And the doctor... Can I just say that would traumatize the hell out of me? Because me and my daddy... Like, my dad's a fisher, so I will go fishing with him, especially as a little girl. Right. And I, hell to the no, no. I never get in the water. I'm telling you, I would never get in the water again. Shoot. I I, I got stung by a jellyfish one time in um, Myrtle Beach. And after that, it. yep. So, quick story. I was in the water. And you know, like, how, like, the waves come up? Because mm-hmm. I think the water was, like, up to my knees. Well, the wave came up and like came up to like my pelvis. And when the wave came up, it just stung like right in between my legs. And I was like, what the heck? Then the wave went back out and then the wave came back up again. And then it started like burning really, really bad. So I like waddled off the water and I waddled back up to like where my family was. And I was like, mom, I'm burning really bad. I think something bit me. And sure enough, she looked and I had hashtag checker marks on both of the inside of my thighs. And that was it for the rest of the trip for me. And after that, I was like, I'm not getting in water that I can't see. So if I go to like Ocean City or Myrtle Beach or something like that, I only go up to like my ankles. I don't get in the water no more. Oh, no. I'm so damn. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with jellyfish no more. Like, I, don't, I, I gotta be able to see. So if I'm out on an island in Mexico or anything like that, I'm not getting in the water. I'm sorry. 
So back up the river, the doctor is delving into more of his background. This is when we find out that he was the head of this Vietnam War project called Operation Razor Teeth. And he was the one who engineered this ravenous and strain of piranha that can endure endure cold water. But of course, the project was shut down when the war ended. And then some of the mutants especially... But of course, the project was shut down. The war ended, but some of the mutant specimens survived, and he kept on experimenting with them. They let them. They was like, I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> right. And got this far. I mean, I guess. Yeah, uh, for real. So <laughs> then, at some point, Paul realizes, wait a minute, the dam opens every few hours. And see, no, these fish mm-hmm. is about to have access to this new lake the water park that's about to open and the camp where my daughter is at okay and that's just that's too much and then we see all the kids right and then we see all the kids jumping in the water with the inner tubes the suspense (laughs) okay i said i was like no they not because you already know how i do it's ftk when it comes to a horror movie kids can get it too i am one of them people it's another movie we gonna come to later on in the month that the director felt bad about it later but i didn't (laughs) <laughs> and listen i was just like oh no he not they not about to do that to these kids we'll get there but not yet so it goes back to the raft and so now maggie and paul have the audacity to blame the doctor for the piranha being in the water when they pulled the plug well when maggie pulled the plug well that's not true. paul not paul when maggie not pulled me the pulling plug. the not me pulling the Adam and Eve situation, Eve ate the <laughs> apple, because I'm like, no, 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 no. I still feel like it's something off that story, but we ain't going to start there because y'all not ready for that. But yes. The audacity. The goal. The, the, ooh, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to keep it to myself. But then they encounter the capsized canoe with the boy on top screaming for his daddy. And the doctor decides to jump in to rescue the boy, but ends up getting eaten by the piranha in the process. He dies before he can reveal how to kill them unfortunately they just ain't throw his ass in the river because i would have because now you about to kill all of us and you did his blood was soaked seeping into the water (laughs) yeah i mean his hand was already dangling right so the piranha was like oh food so they decided to tear away the raft's lashings and causes the people to barely make it to shore that was stressful it was the way that was shot. I'm like, damn, how many logs y'all got on this rails? Because first of all, first of all, three of y'all, and this is how I know Jack could have fit on that door. This is exactly how I know. So it was already three of y'all on this raft. Two of them were standing up. Doc was laid out. Then y'all got this little boy on there too. And it was like some gear on there too. First of all, first of all, what logs did y'all use? Because this raft was immaculate. Okay. Right as buoyant as it was i'm like oh paul i might need you to do some things around my house hello (laughs) but they finally did reach the shore and then paul ran for his life to stop the dam attendant from opening the spillway he got the he beat alfred how we was talking about alfred ain't mr beating he ain't tripping nothing 
right Paul get I didn't and I really didn't think he was going to get there in time because I didn't think so either that's working there he's watching the commercial that's talking about the lakes grand opening watching cartoons around with stuff okay he dropping stuff I'm like oh yeah he's definitely gonna figure it out before we get there we gonna watch the damn open but he got there yeah I was surprised next thing you know the military rolling up and this is where we meet Colonel Waxman and a former razor teeth scientist Dr. Mengers so, mm-hmm. of course, they come out the gate swinging, not believing Maggie and Paul until they throw some meat in the water and it comes back straight bones. <laughs> OK, I'm like, so what you going to say now? Go ahead and lie. Go left. So they're like, OK, we'll just throw some poison in here. <laughs> some Rotenin 235. I looked that up. That's not. No, 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 baby. This, this is why our waters are contaminated. See, no, y'all doing too much. I'm like, are y'all y'all just going to act like, and even though Paul points it out later, I'm like, y'all the military, y'all know damn well that this is connected to other places. Why would y'all do this? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then they ignore it. So like Ashley's saying, they go back inside and Paul and Maggie are trying to like convince them that, well, actually Paul discovers that there's a tributary bypass that bypasses the dam. And he's mm-hmm. like, yo, the fish are smart. They're going to figure out that y'all are trying to poison them or that they are being poisoned and make their right. way around. And so the colonel and the doctor is like, yeah, no, nah, whatever. <laughs> and they're not here for it and deny everything. And one of the, the one of the effects that are it's not even an effect. It's kind of like how they filmed it. I love how um, the shadows were on Dr. Menger's face when she was talking to Maggie. It made her mm-hmm. look evil as fucking scary. Yeah, the way her face is like, yeah, same. But then, of course, they decide, well, the colonel decides to lock up Maggie and Paul to prevent them from alerting anyone. They like, they confine them to a tent. So they're in the tent, right? And they plan their escape. Why Maggie? Piss poor effort. Piss poor. I mean, it got the job done. But she come out the tent talking about some. Are you gay, <laughs> ma'am? What? <laughs> I'm dead. I was so dead because I wasn't because she mentions it earlier, but I wasn't expecting her to just come out and say it like just straight off top. But first of all, can we talk about her distraction skills? It's talk a super. It's a look at, <laughs> in the sky. It's Superman. Flashes tits. What? <laughs> and the flash was so quick that I thought I was tripping. I'm like, wait a minute. And I went back. I said, oh, no, she really did. That That was real. They got out, though. Um, I was very confused about (laughs) that flash. It did not make sense. (laughs) I mean, it's not that it didn't make sense. It was unexpected. That's It was unexpected because I was like, Superman flashes tits. I'm like, what? You know, so, let me tell you something else that don't make sense. This next scene, did you peep the newspaper that was on top of Mr. Dumont's? Like when he was laying out the newspaper that was over him. Did you peep the hair? Oh, the, the new baby, um, not new baby lord, newborn getting mauled by a dog. Besides that one, a big rattler bit a teenager, and then a shotgun killer invaded somebody's house. I was like, I'm not going to Texas. Whatever part of don't. Whatever imaginary part this is, I know where it was shot at, but whatever imaginary, no, 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 no. We're not going to Lost River Lake. That's not happening. 
And then, <laughs> and then y'all got a flasher problem too. Did you peep that? Was that the paper that was on um, the, the sleeping The poster? Oh, no, I didn't see the warning. Yes, I was like, oh, no. Listen, mm-hmm. we got flasher problems here in D.C. <laughs> I, 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 can you imagine? Can listen. you imagine somebody running in front of you and just, <laughs> I would just be stunned. Hey, they do it to the drivers on the Metro bus. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, girl. They still... A military truck as a part of their escape plan. I'm just like, where did you? Okay. <laughs> right. Ahead. People just leave their keys around. I just don't. Hey. So they call Dermont to warn the camp of the coming piranha. Of course, he doesn't believe them because Paul is a known drunk. But soon after that stop, they get back on the road again and get arrested by the police because, again, Paul is a known drunk. So right. to him, well, to the police officer, he's talking crazy. Piranha. What the fuck? No, they're not a damn piranha. And you stole the army vehicle. You drunk ass. So he takes him back to the station and the colonel ends up being on the phone and tells the officer to keep the pair there and to keep them from talking to anyone in the outside world. Mm-hmm. So then we go back to camp, but it's just like a little creepy, scary story. But then we get another visual of Buck Gardner. He is the person who's opening that water park at the other side of the dam. And mm-hmm. he find out that the colonel secretly invested in the new water park. And he's calling Buck to be like, yo, Paul and Maggie, they probably gonna call you about this damn piranha. Don't listen. It's, it's all fake news at this point. So we're back at the camp. And Laura is trying to convince Betsy to night swim. And Betsy's like, I ain't with that shit. There's something I here. was on pins and needles on this part. I'm like, no, don't do it. No, right. No. Betsy did almost convince her to do it. And she's about to take that yeah. top right on off. But Dermot <laughs> interrupts them. <laughs> but the funny thing about it, when he runs off, right, he yells, Kim mm. Burrell, is that you? And I'm like, Kim Burrell, pass me. <laughs> she out there too. <laughs> It's like dang right i'm like oh what type of place is this okay right <laughs> so back at the police station maggie hatches an escape plan she busts open the pipes in the sink broke the toilet tank cover and convinces the other officer to check out the leak in her ce- leak in her cell once he gets in there she knocks him over the head with a broken piece of the porcelain steals his pants to get the keys like takes off his whole entire pants. first of all no 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 first of all it's the fact shout out to mo schneider for giving her that whole little technique Right. But it's the fact that Paul is in the first of all, they're in separate sales, y'all. And Paul is in the other one talking about, I thought you can get a man's pants off quicker than that. I'm like, excuse me. Now, wait a minute. First of all, you didn't came at me crazy too many times because you already done made me do this whole distraction thing. And now what like what are you trying to say, sir? She came at him first. She did. You know what? She ruined his lunch. Exactly. But still. <laughs> dented his canteen got my friend Release the fish <laughs> got my friend cute ruined my wrath that i made with my daughter but still enough with the host stuff sir you can it's, <laughs> it's other topics not the host stuff though we ain't gonna do that that's what we not gonna do so after they get his pants off and they break out, they steal the cop car and they had the nerve as they drive past the officer that locked him up they threw the whole the pants out the window at him <laughs> and i thought that maggie s couldn't drive my god okay but paul was probably drunk though 
Because, okay, first of all, you know what? And I'm not going to even bring that up. When he swerved around that truck and that other car was coming, you already know who I thought about. And I said, oh, hell, no, my anxiety. I said, oh, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. Yeah, like he it. drove like a bad. He was probably drunk, was driving a bad out of hell because he was trying to get to his baby girl. So now we at the camp with baby girl, and it's time for the water competition. And our girl Susie plans to sit this joint out, but she's being forced by that evil ass Dermont to do the competition. But our girl Susie is smarter than that and goes to hide in the canoes like in it takes two. Okay, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I said, see, see, she's smart. Right. So while the kids are in the water, the piranha appear and start snatching them kids up left and right. And I love that one of them jumped out of the water and took a chunk out of that dickhead face. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, he pulled it away. I said, see, that's what you get. Right. Wait a minute. Hold up. Another cheek bite. What's up with you? (laughs) I can't remember besides Raw. It was another movie we got a cheek bite to. Wow, that's another thing. Yep, cheek biting is a thing. But our girl Susie's a hero. Guess she gets a rat and goes out to save her camp counselors. But poor Betsy ain't make it. But oh Laura fake as fuck though. How you let Susie reach for Betsy and you ain't stick your arms out to help her? Poor Susie don't have to struggle. Well, I mean, that was on the water. Yeah, but it's an inflatable one. But I'm saying like, they're clear. So, you know, they heavier. Both of them combined are heavier than Susie in this little inflatable raft. If we on the inner tube, you see them not like the durable, durable one. These some little flimsy camp ones. They was going to flip over if she moved a wrong way. So I can understand why she didn't, though. She could have said Susie go on the other end and reached, and she could have reached her ass to get let Betsy get on. <sighs> fake. I'm still saying she's fake. Fuck Laura. Damn. Because she ain't even tried. Damn. She didn't even try. I do like the effect that they did for Betsy's death. I think I did mention this earlier, how they just like kind of attached them to their bodies. Yeah. But what they did was they tied a rope around her and they just like pulled her down. But the way it was shot looked so good. Cause I was just like, no, I did not want her to go. She was actually the real one and was trying to save Susie from doing the water competition anyway. Laura wasn't. Laura didn't want to help her. Laura was trying to make her do it. I think she was just trying to make her feel comfortable. She wasn't like Mr. Dermont, though. He was being manipulated. I think it was like tears. It was like Laura was in the middle. Laura was just trying to, you know. Laura should have died. Betsy should still oh, be here. Damn. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I said what I said. Shout out to Nene Leaks. Okay, so Paul and Maggie make it to the camp and immediately start helping out. Maggie calls the new water park resort to warn them. And of course, it's no use because dude don't believe her. Meanwhile, Paul goes to save his baby girl. And Dermont had the nerve to be looking sad next to Betsy's dead body. You should be sad. You were warned. Paul should have chin-checked him right then and there because his daughter could have been devoured. But she's smarter than all y'all niggas. So I'm gonna let you live today. Okay, bloodbath. We're back. But nah, and then Paul and Maggie left to go to the water park. So we get to the water park and we find out that the water park is actually janky as fuck. It's not original at all, just piecemeal from other parks around the country. Okay, I'm just like, ain't that America? Well, 
Right. So the then the colonel and Menders arrives at the water park. And it's kind of funny because this lady is like, General Waxman. And she he's like, nah, I'm still a colonel. And she's like, I don't understand why. It's because he's crooked as fuck. And they had the nerve to call her a stupid cow. <laughs> hey, yo, I was <laughs> I was dead on this part. I was like, the shade, the shade. <laughs> but wait a minute now. Did you peep the couple with the matching outfits that got on their boat? <laughs> no. And it made me think of Vegas. Oh, my gosh. People had matching outfits in Vegas, (laughs) y'all. Let me tell you about the worst one I saw. The two that had the Arizona tea, iced tea can outfit. Did you see that one? No. Girl, it was like the T-shirt and shorts set. And it was like the print of the Arizona ice tea can. It was oh, you talking about that blue one with the cherry blossoms? Yeah, yes, girl. that, yes, that one. I was like Arizona girl. tea can. Yes, I was like yeah, I was like what? It, it was terrible. And I'm it not saying you can't match. I'm just saying there is there's a way, and that was not the way. That yeah, that was not it. <laughs> but then, but then uh, the, the next thing I peeped, and if y'all want to go back, y'all can. They was matching. But when he got on the boat, he walked towards another woman. It looked like, I don't know if she was like offering him a cigarette. Like I was really, you know how I'd be, I'd be eagle eyed with the shit. But I'm like, wait a minute. Or they just happen to be matching. Is he like just doing this in front of her? Okay. You know what? It's fine. <laughs> so the piranha shows up at the party. You thought it was good? We don't know. Nope. We multiply. On Bayday's kids, okay? So first they kill some scuba divers. Then there's a boat accident because the dude who was water skiing on the back of, you know, holding on to the back of a speedboat, he Mm. saw one of the dead scuba divers and tried to get the girls that were driving the speedboat to take him back. But they just, a lot of miscommunication and they couldn't get right. And they ended up causing a crash, a boat crash. And then the line that he was holding on snapped. So, you know, he'd be gone. That's it. And then now all the vacationers are getting eaten to death. Listen, um, homegirl swimsuit was cute though. I am gonna say it was. the little red and white striped one that was cute. I also want to point out James A. Janice that does the kill count dead meat would fucking hate kill counting this movie because um at this point <laughs> uh, my survivors if y'all fans of dead meat y'all already know like some of the movies he'd be like no like mm-mm-mm-mm. but counting this if even if i don't even know if he would do it because counting because this, i would feel so cause, bad cause, but also some of them is like how can you tell if some of these people are dead or just got dead right mm-hmm. see mm-mm. have fun with that if you do it <laughs> i'll watch it <laughs> so the funny thing, this, this is a funny to me. So Buck Gardner is on the phone with reporters, right? And his assistant mm-hmm. come up to him and was like, sir, um, the piranhas. And the dude was like, but stop. I told you, stop saying that word. He was like, but sir, the piranhas. And he's like, what about the goddamn piranhas? And the dude is just real calm, cool, and collected. He said, they're eating the guests, sir. <laughs> like, how can you be so calm and just deliver that line? Like, like they're eating the <laughs> Like what? <laughs> well, also, um, um, let's talk about um, Mr. Colonel Waxman. He ain't shit. He ain't shit, and he ain't never gonna be shit. So there's a mad scramble to get all the people out the water. They're trying to get them out from like the beach area, but then not to mention 
um, we saw the colonel get on this little like boat thing. So this boat mm-hmm. thing is like in the middle of the water. So the people are trying to get on the boat to get out of the water. And so the colonel starts pushing people off the boat because there's no there's too many people and right, it's there's a sign when they were all entering saying that you know the max was 18 but you and know. it seemed like all the people were trying to get on from one side too mm-hmm. so you know there's a little tipping or whatever and then his his ass ends up getting yanked into the water and eating alive and that's what the fuck he motherfucking deserved and that is where you messed up right so Paul and Maggie end up getting into the water park and chaos has already ensued. So they just go ahead and steal a speedboat <laughs> and go to the shuttered smelting plant at the narrowest point in the river. I'm like, y'all huh? just love to steal stuff, huh? Y'all right. are lesson. Exactly. Let so Paul's, right. So Paul's whole plan, he wants to open the smelting refuge tanks in order to kill the piranha he thinks like you know the industrial waste will kill them well he's hoping that the industrial waste will kill them so they arrive at the plant ahead of the piranha and freak out well paul freaks out because he sees that the water level has submerged the control office and so now he's like damn i gotta jump in this water to actually open the open the waste thing so he ties a rope around his waist and he tells maggie to count to 100 before pulling him out so they start counting. He jumps in the water. He goes, swims to like to the rusted valve and he tries to open it. But the piranha arrive and attack him. He manages to open it just as Maggie is pulling him to safety. I really thought he was a goner for real, for real. And he too. like lifted that arm off the water. Okay, the way that he was getting bit up. I, said, I thought he was dead. Like, I was like, damn, she's gonna pull him up and he's gonna be dead. But yeah. no, Maggie took him back to the water park where the medics are tending the victims there's all these i mean victims everywhere it's like bodies everywhere okay so but you know at this point paul isn't even moving like his eyes open he's just catatonic yeah just he seen the daughter like the daughter brought over his canteen of alcohol and Maggie i thought push- that was so cute wait a minute okay now her <laughs> little crying it was it was it, you know, we needed to work on that, but it's all right, honey, because you are smart. So we just we're going to leave that alone. But when I seen she was holding that flask, I said, you know what? She loves her daddy. She's going to stick beside him. Right. <laughs> so then we cut to Mangers, right? Mm-hmm. And she's given an on-site television interview providing a very watered-down version of the events. As and they do. E- downplaying the existence of the piranha. And then to have the nerve to be like, they can't exist in salt water. She said some other shit, too, but then was like, there's nothing left to fear. Bitch. Science fiction. That's what oh, she said. lying ass bitch. Okay. And, but- like, the last thing we see is, like, distance spread to the West Coast as far as the news. And we're like, oh, shit. Damn. Yep. So the movie ends with the shot of the ocean and the piranha's characteristic trilling sound drowns out the waves on the beach as the scene turns bloody red. And that was the end. I loved it. I loved the movie. I wasn't expecting to. I don't know why I wasn't expecting to. Probably because it's from the 70s. I know that sounds so like mm-hmm. that. But <laughs> not too judging. And I didn't see the trailer or anything like that. I thought it was going to be bad because I'm like, Piranha. 1978 what is this for me like i said first time watch it had no idea it was a jaws ripoff but i'm like low-key as i've been saying throughout the whole show we did that really it like i wouldn't even want to consider it as a jaws ripoff i feel like it could stand alone right it could stand on its own fans okay honey 
I especially just, I don't know. It was a lot of charm behind this movie and especially us talking about it now and discussing it. Like it really was a good time. Like this is a nice, and I know, you know, it didn't even matter that the camp wasn't even the main part of the movie. This is still fun. This is why I also said that I wasn't expecting it to be, um, like, it be, like for me to like it. Because we get maybe like a third or maybe a fourth or halfway through the movie. And I'm like, is this about a camp? Especially when it started off. I'm like, why are we at a nuclear test site? I thought this season, well, not the season, but the theme for this month was camp. Where's the camp? And then we finally get the camp. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Well, I will say you did pick this one. So that's on UCs. Did? Yes. I don't remember. <laughs> you picked this one. But I mean, like, I just was like, it's a summer movie, so might as well. I didn't know where. Obviously, I hadn't seen it, but. I hadn't seen it either. So <laughs> I don't remember picking this. <laughs> yes, you picked this, sis. <laughs> well, yay me. <laughs> because I liked it. <laughs> All right, so this movie got a 5.9 and a 10 on IMDb and a 69% on Rotten Tomatoes. What would you like to rate it? I really mess with this movie. Like, this is a perfect, as cliche as it sounds, summertime movie. If you just want, like, because you think it's going to be zany, or at least, you know, if you're, like, pretty seasoned in this genre, it, it you know what you're getting into. The title literally says Piranha. You see the cover. You know what it is. And for what it was, the story was actually lit and it made sense. And you're intrigued to figure out what's going to go on. And with that being said, I'm going to give this a cool little 81. I give it an 80. (laughs) (laughs) My rating is so much better than what I was rating before because last month. Sorry, y'all. You talking about welcome to the cookout? Yeah. Your scores weren't that low. I think your lowest one was uh, Death by Temptation. Yeah, I gave it a 65. Yeah, I mean, the, the rest 80s. of them, like, the re- I mean, but I don't think 70s are bad, though. I just feel like that's just, like, the middle ground. Yeah, I normally give most of the stuff that I'm looking at now, I give most of everything, like, almost a 70. Yeah. Because ain't nobody competing with my boo Mikey. Mm-mm. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to get up out of here? It seems you survived. Well, before you go... Join us in the souvenir shop. So check this out. Mm-hmm. So I feel like our theme park should have a resort. And at the resort, we have a spa. Now in this spa, we have a flesh-eating fish experience. Okay? Like dead skin, right? Yes. Not real. Okay. Like, like okay. We're not, no, we're not killing our people. No. Kind of like when you put your feet in the water and the yes. fish come eat the dead skin. Okay. Yes. I'm so, with that. We're going to call it piranha, right? And the piranha dead fish experience whatever some like little name whatever cool name we come up with but it's basically gonna be like piranha and you know you're getting your feet the dead skin eating off your feet and when the fish are done during their job i guess we'll set a time limit or whatever but like the water gets bloody like with fake blood when you're done that's tight i don't even <laughs> f my souvenir i like this one. <laughs> That was I like that copyright doing eighty. I like that a lot. I was just bitch. I was just gonna say you remember when we were little and we would have like those little. Um, I use mine as a back scratch. I'm pretty sure it was not a damn back scratcher, but 
mine worked as one, but it would be like them little clips that might have the bird head or the dinosaur head and like the mouth opened and closed. Like it was oh, a long yeah. stick. That's what I was thinking of with a piranha head. But um, that I want to go to this spa. Right. Is that the little time limit? You get your, you get the crust off your feet by little fishies. And then once that timer's up, the little water turns bloody. And you're like, oh, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I like, I want to buy this now. And, you know, I've been trying to start my little DVD collection. Shout out to Bianca. The cover for this is iconic. It's obviously, like we said, it's a play on Jaws. Y'all know what the Jaws cover looked like. Yeah. This one, literally, girl in a bikini swimming up and all these piranha on the way to F her shit up. And it is yep. so cute. The colors are vibrant. And, I mean, it has other covers, too. But y'all know how we do. We're going to post them on our social media when we get there. And um, speaking of, you ready to run these park announcements? Yes, ma'am. That is two out of five for Camp 180. It's going to keep getting interesting, y'all. I'm excited because this month has been pretty lit so far because we started off on the low and right now we on a high. So let's see where we go next week. <laughs> but <laughs> to keep up with what we're going to be doing next week, y'all can visit our Instagram. That's at D180Podcast. And, and we got a Twitter, y'all. We I do. Listen, because I didn't know if I was going to do it. You know, I had to be like, do it for the van. I ain't going to do it. Do it for the van. I was like, I don't know about no tweet, tweet. My personal Twitter, that's fine. But another one, we did it. Okay, and that's at D180Podcast as well. You can come talk with us on there. When you go there, to our Instagram, by the way. Go to the Park Things highlight. You can see all the things we've been doing for this month. Or you can scroll down our timeline just to see what we be talking about. It's a fun time. If you ever want to give us some input or do a survivor submission, and that is where you can submit a movie or a thing for us to, you know, add in later on, you can hit us up at destination180podcast at gmail.com. Or like I said, if you just want to give us some feedback or something, you can do that there too. But in the meantime, y'all can get ready because next week, honey, I am so excited. This is one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite franchises and we're gonna have a special guest my baby trey is gonna come stop by the park next week when we talk about sleepaway camp johnny has not seen it before no i and have not seen it oh y'all i can't wait okay i'm ready to go so we can close the park <laughs> so we can come back next time all right y'all make sure y'all do y'all homework for y'all camp activities because next week we going to Camp Arawak, and it's about to be fire. And make sure y'all watch Killer Camp, too. And spam Ashley to make sure she watch Killer Camp. Okay, I'm going to make sure I watch it, okay? <laughs> I promise. Guys, because camp, if Camp 180, I'm about to say, if Camp 180 ends before we talk about Killer Camp. <laughs> it's going to be an issue, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry about it. <laughs> we'll see you soon, survivors. Bye, y'all.